What up, everybody? It's the Speech Guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R. You know I'm rocking with my main man, Elvis. And today on Alt Black, we got Mark Cuban versus Lil Wayne. Oh, he's going to go pee-pee in his mouth. Nasty. <laughs> we also talking about J. Cole signing up for basketball in Canada. Ballin'. Oh, that's old. A little old. Mm. Same with J. Cole. Like his knees. Uh, Wells Fargo out here doing fake job interviews. Well, they got the same mascots to kill the Indians, so I wouldn't doubt it. Hmm. And we also talking about a lot of other things. I might mention my insurance plan. Oh, and what he need to do with that. Save me, brother. Save me. All of this and more. Stay tuned, stay glued. Smoke a Dutch and read a book. Welcome to all black party people. How's it going? Hey, Earl, baby. So, did you hear about that madness going on with Lil Wayne and Martin Cuban? Yeah. Um, so, for the people who don't know, yeah, Lil Wayne is what we call a bandwagon fan. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who made Sports Center of classic mixtape track. But it right there, I kind of it kind of showed me how much of a sports fan he is. But he's not necessarily dedicated to a team. Yeah, but I do like when he makes songs about athletes. Of course, shoot it like Kobe. Of course, uh, but you know, Lil Wayne has been a bandwagon hopper for the last ever, ever, and currently, he seems to be a fan of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I guess him and Chris Paul are really tight. They're really close friends. Uh, at the time when they were in the in in the league, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as you're watching this, they bounced out. They got Ooh. they got Doncic. You know, he uh, got them boys out of there. Oh, Booker rethinking his life right now. <laughs> and the hairstyle because that shit played out, brother. Mm. We're no longer doing the fox hawk, faux hawk thing going. Um, but so I guess game four during the game, at some point in time, Lil Wayne was courtside and he tweeted out Luca a hoe. Yeah. Right, I think it's because Luca was complaining about calls, or I don't yeah. know what was going on. But Lil Wayne decided to tweet out Luca Ho. This is what people say. This is where the problem stems from, where it started from. Yeah. So that was Game Four. Coming to Game Seven, Suns getting ass blown out. Bad. They got blown yeah. out by the Bad. Dallas Mavericks. Luca Doncic dropped like thirty plus. Bad. I think they lost. I think they beat the Suns by like thirty. 40 points, something close to that. I changed it. I don't know how. Yeah, I, I changed it too. It was I like, it this, is, this is <laughs> And so Mark Cuban decided to tweet Lil Wayne back uh, his own lyrics mm. saying, put you in the front row. It's a shit show. Or I meant I had that backwards. It's a shit show. Put you in the front row. Something like that. And I don't know what Lil Wayne was smoking that day. I don't, I don't know what he was on, but he immediately tweeted back at Cuban <laughs> and said, what? I'll piss in your mouth. <laughs> I'll, I'll piss all up in your mouth. Open wide, Mark Cuban. I'll piss all up in your mouth. He said that shit so quick. I feel like Lil Wayne has peed in someone's mouth. Yes, yes. He he has he has definitely <laughs> urined in someone's mouth because you just don't say stuff like that on the fly. Like No, 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 no. That, He's he's a he's a wordsmith, a lyrical genius, but peeing in your mouth, no, that's a direct, this is what I do. Yes, very detailed act. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna piss in your mouth. Um, because he tweeted the lyrics. Now I, I looked at the, I looked at the tweet like seven, eight times, like seven, eight minutes. I was just looking at the tweet, mm -hmm. kept reading it seven, eight times. Like, I don't see 
what warranted such a reaction that from Lil part. Wayne. Because it's your lyrics. That part. It's obviously Mark Cuban, which is one of the coolest <laughs> owners in the NBA, if not the coolest, most chill owner in the yeah, NBA. Like, that part. you could tell he loves his players. He loves his team. He loves what he does. And if you go on Shark Tank, he'll give you some money. And he might hook you up with a deal on Shark Tank. <laughs> might let you feel like what it's like to be a boss. Coolest <laughs> owner. So it seemed like he was, you know, trying to tweet Lil Wayne his own lyrics back at him. Like a little jab. Like, hey, you sitting in front row looking at a shit show. Yeah. Because your team is losing. That part. And Lil Wayne decided to respond in such a heinous way. Your thoughts? Man, my thing is, uh, I just want to know if Lil Wayne has peed in your mouth, can you come for it? <laughs> I just, I just want to know. Because I really do believe he done peed in someone's mouth. Uh, I had a... I had an uncle, R.I.P., that peed on someone before in a fight. So oh, shit. I am familiar so with... So it usually happens after you put the person to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I okay. can't imagine someone awake wanting to know <laughs> Unless it's the R. Kelly mixtape. Oh, yeah, that's different. That's a I think different. there was some hush-hush money, which, again, if your NDA has expired... We'll get into NDAs a little later. <laughs> that part. That part. Uh, oh, I don't know why I got the random thought of R. Kelly with OnlyFans. Anyways, oh my goodness! <laughs> if R. Kelly had an OnlyFans, oh God, don't he do make, it! Oh God, he would make more money than Bad Baby. You think so? I bet. But will will the future video be like Golden Showers? He, it will. You know what? People will pay just because of their imagination, because that's what you think, like right? Like, oh, is he gonna? Is, is he gonna do it again? <laughs> <laughs> This, that's kind of worth twenty four ninety nine. Is he going to do it again? I mean, last time I got the tape for free off LimeWire, but yeah, this time, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to see. I can uh, see him doing collabs. Like he could do a collab with Bad Baby on his OnlyFans. <sighs> Would you cancel R. Kelly if he was peeing on Bad Baby on his OnlyFans? He that might he might get a hood pass for that. But that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I think he would gross money. Certain people, certain people, if they hopped on OnlyFans, like, it wouldn't even be about the sexual nature. It'd just be like, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a couple people that have OnlyFans that might be like, what are you? I'm never going to find out, but what are you, you doing on OnlyFans? Yeah. What you got cracking over there? I know if a lot of female comics are just trying to make the rent, but... <laughs> 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 Sound like some you know a couple of personal people. Who... Oh, hey, I'm not hating on only. F- I, I I know I know some people that are really benefiting, okay. and then I also know some people that hurt their fucking feelings, <laughs> and now they speak up against OnlyFans, and it's the sweetest thing ever. I was like, you just bad because you only made two hundred dollars. Because people are trying to use their OnlyFans as a as a quasi GoFundMe account. It's like. Oh, they used to do GoFundMe's and let's make an excuse, but now let me try to do an OnlyFans to get yeah. this money. But you're not really, you got two subscribers. Some some of them, here, here's the thing about OnlyFans that is the truth, and it ain't got shit to do with us, so we could talk about it. Not every woman has the same amount of sexiness. Every woman is beautiful, mm-hmm. but not every woman got the same mm-hmm. amount of sexiness. Yeah. And I noticed. The women that ain't got this type of level of sexiness <laughs> got something to say about the OnlyFans. Yes, yeah. It was like, because most cats be like, yeah, man, yeah. oh, you got OnlyFans? I know a lot of cats that be trying to recommend women to get OnlyFans yeah, just to see what it is. Yeah. But I, I noticed like a lot of going against it, it'd be women, it's like, oh, 
it's objectifying women and and all that. I was like, no, nah, not really. Mm-hmm. If if they throwing it out there, and mm-hmm. like I'm not a I'm not the cat that's gonna pay for it or mm-hmm. whatever, but I do understand the market of cats that pay for it. I mean, I I've been to a strip club, so I imagine the online community is ten times that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've also been in a strip club, and I've seen the ones that get full of money, and some of them that might have to stick with the same guy dancing all night over to get forty dollars. <laughs> okay, they, they recognize the mark. They, and that's, they, the mark. that's their mark. That's the mark. Because the unfairness of OnlyFans is not every woman can do it. Mm-mm. That's that's like like I I've seen it where women be like, oh, I just gotta get an OnlyFans, and they hop on. And yeah. It, and they go hard. Yeah. They yeah. Go hard. They go hard. <laughs> they go hard. There's nothing like masturbating to two people. It's like <laughs> your OnlyFans, like you buy four hundred dollars worth of equipment to do your thing, though you thug right. thizzle to yourself. And you got two people subscribed. And like five bucks a piece. At the lowest tier. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> it is messed tier. up. <laughs> it is messed up, but you know. But back to Mark Cuban. Uh see, I okay, so Mac Man came out. He mm-hmm. tweeted and said, you know, he talked to both of them, everything squashed. And then showed a video of Mark Cuban walking up to Lil Wayne during the last playoff game. Mm-hmm. He kind of gave him like a, it wasn't even a dap, it was kind of like a little pat, 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 high five. Yeah. Like, how you doing? How you doing, bro? Um, but I think what happened was Lil Wayne tweeted that out. And then a few people had to remind him like, yo, that's a billionaire. He can literally piss in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> if he boy. wanted to, he could hire... <laughs> Secret Service, whoever you think you're gonna hire Lil Wayne, he could hire double that. And like to Wayne, be able to piss in your mouth. And everybody know Wayne Wayne got a little money issue right now. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's not broke by any means. He's not but, broke, but, broke, but, but a little little money issue. He don't got there. all his money. No, 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 no. That's with Birdman somewhere. And, and Universal yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Birdman's another one of those cats that if I ever saw, it just like, damn, Birdman. Thank you for what you did for the culture. Like, damn, man, a lot of hits, but kind of a piece of shit. You know what I mean? How you took everyone's money and then just let them rot. Like, that was kind of fucked up. You know, you could have helped PG out a little bit. <laughs> I know he had a heroin problem, but, you know, you could have got the brother some help because you had all that money and the rights to the music. And you didn't let Manny Fresh evolve as a producer, you know? But thank you. And if anybody who doesn't <laughs> think Tony would say that, y'all must not have known... The- OVO story. Uh, go back and check out. <laughs> go back and check out a couple episodes, <laughs> maybe about fifteen episodes ago. I blackballed myself in the industry <laughs> a lot because I don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, I, I fully believe if he saw Birdman, he would be like, "Let me see your books." <laughs> uh, I would. But like, Why don't you show Lil Wayne your books? Like, what's up with that? The man made you some money. What's you up just with holding that? people accountable in the culture? Man. Look at you, man. Why can't I do that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Hi. Uh, But yeah, man, I'm glad they made it up I'm glad Mark Cuban and Lil Wayne made up You know, um, nobody wants to see that Black on white, billionaire, millionaire crime Definitely not And especially because hip-hop and basketball Flows together As we've seen from Allen Iverson Who really, all these niggas need to bow down Thank you, say thank you to Allen Iverson For holding down the culture 100% And also for, you know Just how hip-hop and basketball flow together with J. Cole that brother, he when that boy got a dream, he got a dream. <laughs> so, he believe he can. He believe he can. I admire that young man. So what does J. Cole and Tony ASR <laughs> got in common? <laughs> <laughs> 
Everybody just take a wild guess what they have in common. <laughs> you see my story? <laughs> I saw Tony, Tony Asar's story. And he dusted off the Nikes. <laughs> and he's literally trying to get back in basketball shape. Man. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I saw J. Cole recently on some highlights. And you may be in better basketball shape than J. Cole. Man. I like. I want to take J. Cole, Gilly the Kid. Oh, God. Like, Here he goes calling people Meek out. Mill. I got everybody. Quavo got you. Oh, no, Quavy. Quavy. No, you don't. <laughs> he said Quavy. <laughs> no, you don't. No, Quavo got you. No, he don't. Quavo got you. No, he don't. Okay. Uh, and DC Young Fly, I see you in the gym, boy. Okay. And that shot looking nice and wet, wet. But I got you. Bat, bat. Fat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I see you didn't call out Chris Brown. Man. Chris Brown got enough going on. He, he, <laughs> what? He, he, he got enough he, going on. I don't think Chris Brown got the type of help is going to be required for him to, okay. for his heart <laughs> to pay something. You calling down. out Daylight? Oh, yeah. Daylight a big cat, though. He's Daylight a big cat. And he has a spawn tattoo. So right. to me, he's not scared to foul. Both of y'all the same. I think both but, of y'all. Oh, no. I think It'll both of y'all games blue are the same. Or blue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think both of y'all games are the same. Y'all shouldering people. Oh, yeah. We going in. Head button people. We going in. But you know what? Yeah. Daylight too. Now what? <laughs> Stevie, got you. What, what about Jack Harlow? You know they haven't cast his, uh, oh, his other person oh, yet. This your, you this your campaign so far, be, uh, Jack Harlow is only uh, cast for Wet Man Can't Jump. I would love to play alongside Jack Harlow. We could both get a bag. He's swab. I'm swab. Okay. We could do that. I will eat you, though, son. I will eat you. But you just dusted off the shoes <laughs> like three days okay, ago. Okay, I know. You just dusted off the shoes. Because I'm not talking about right now. I'm oh, you're talking about, about in the future. Like, the work I'm doing, okay, I'm going to okay. eventually get back. Because, okay. like, you know, muscle memory. I still got the <laughs> muscle memory. It's slow as fuck. <laughs> it, might, it might be a step or two. And that vert is about... Oh, that about seven bad. inches. I want to say about seven to nine inch vert. Oh, it's, it's there, oh, but it's so oh, dog. Ain't no sad. I be powering up. This how you know. This, <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely be powering up. But this is this is how you know. This is how you know. Somebody dusted off the shoes and like reliving their moments. This guy posted a clipping. What was a news clip? And he said double double. Y'all see, I had a double double. Twenty one point. What league was that? <laughs> Dog, I used to average that. But but when? That was the that was the Filipino six foot in other league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what league was this? No, this, <laughs> this, this is dad bought only. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fuck you, JL. <laughs> I know. That's why. But what league was that? Was that dad bought no, league or that was the IBL? IBL. Because like real quick for people who don't know who don't know and. Uh, Speaks could back me up on this. Me and him, we go back, back. Okay. Like, on, on some hoop and shit. But the IBL is... Inland, the I, Inland Empire in itself has better hoopers than everybody around. The only problem is it's too far out and our schools aren't big. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, the only big school in the IE is what? Eisenhower and Etta Wanda. Okay. And you know what I mean? Like, our schools aren't big. Okay. Compared to like the Tavs, the Mir, yeah, yeah, Long Beach Poly. Okay, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know we don't got stadiums, but our people are way fucking more talented. So what the IBL was, it was a uh, shout out to Rich Meister. He uh, he put together the league because he had the vision. Mm -hmm. He got all the hoopers from all the gyms. I remember when he did this and mm -hmm. he told us he was going to start this league mm -hmm. and he put us all together. 
It ended up being the most. It's in its thirty fifth season right now, mm-hmm. but because it do like three seasons a year type mm-hmm. of stuff, you know. But it's one of the most premier leagues in the in is it's the it's the league okay uh, of adult leagues. You know, you go to Walnut Rec Center, you could go to Glendora Rec Center, you could go to Corona League or whatever. But if you really hooping, mm-hmm. you go to the IBL. That's the Inland Basketball League, and that's okay. everybody. And I used to dominate that shit, oh, nigga. I used to get double doubles in that. So that's where the news clippings came from. The IBL league, <laughs> that, that which I'm not hating on. That's that's a league. Those pictures of of me, yeah, it, it's from that because um, like unfortunately I was a knucklehead and I just you know it was what it was when mm-hmm. it came to me playing. But you know, and a lot of cats was like that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of niggas from the IE uh, blew they rides. To tell you the truth, mm. both men and women. There's a lot of there's a lot of unsung heroes in this motherfucker before the quads, before the balls. Like mm-hmm. there was there was some motherfuckers out here. Mm-hmm. They put that ball down. And Wasn't they, Darren Collison they from out? Darren Collison cooked me. <laughs> we ain't gotta talk about it because he went to Edo Water. The year was 2004. <laughs> it was November 13, 2004. And and he was one of those guys that you was like, "Yeah, you're going to the NBA." Yeah, it was just it was just on the it, wall. It was written on the wall. He's going to the NBA. Dude, yeah, yeah. Because there's there's like as as I'm pretty sure you met in football, mm-hmm. some people are born for this. Oh yeah, shit. oh yeah. You come <laughs> across some people it's like that guy's different. Yeah. That dude and, is and, different. And it's like, I could wake up at 4 a.m. all every day, all mm-hmm. year. I would never catch up to this. Yeah. Like, LeBron James, never. Yeah. I n- never had that. I I could put up a double-double, but... Have you ever dunked? Yeah. Dog. Yeah. I, <laughs> because... <laughs> that tough, deep breath, that realization... Because it's gone. How long ago it was... <laughs> <laughs> I can't prove it now. That's of why. course not. Of course not. I can't prove none of the shit I'm talking right now <laughs> because I'm so out of shape. <laughs> and yeah, my bird is like three, four inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nigga, I used to, I used to be able to fly. I used to be able to go coast. Fly. Coast. That's a little different. I used to, yeah, nigga. Like you were like, cause okay. All right, all right. Yeah, all right, yeah fly. Yeah. Yeah, and I used to be able to put the ball in the basket on a dunk is two different yeah, things. Right. Like I all dunked right. one time. I would never say I can fly. Yeah. I'm a little shorter than you. No, no. I, I, had, able... I had the shit with the two hand. Oh, see, I was never. No, yeah. Hand. I needed all my momentum with the one hand out while but I'm in the air trying to dunk. I can't say, because when you're right, when we talk about flyers, the high flyers, nah. Yeah, okay. I wasn't. Okay. I was just a regular six foot nigga that could get up okay. and knew how to time that shit okay. if you were where you needed to be for me to look nice. And real quick. Uh, talk about the IBL. Me and Speaks used to battle so viciously. Are you against each other? Or against with... each other. Nobody, oh. you guys won't know how fierce Speaks is and the type of aggression and power that man got. So, so Speaks, when I the times I've seen Speaks. Speaks Geeks, to put that out there because it speaks. And speaks yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaks Geeks. The times I've seen him in person, his shoulders are abnormally mm-hmm. large. His forearms and his hands look pretty goddamn big. And he is so light on his feet. That See, he, I wouldn't even believe that. He gave us problems, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Gave us problems. Like, so I don't see you counting out Speaks like, Geek, so, you know, he must... Nah, nah, me, I know what it is with him. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you call out Darren Collison? Yeah. <laughs> you 
hometown, all these players, yeah. but you put Speed Geeks. It's because who it's I'm like, pretty sure hasn't picked up a basketball. Yeah. By the same time you haven't picked up a basketball. Yeah. It's been a, y'all, y'all living this because y'all living adult lives. Cause with that, it's like it's a different level of respect. Cause I you've been there in the we battle went to with war, her. bro. Okay, okay. Like I wish okay. Speaks was here right now. I wish I could call that nigga. I'm like, yo, tell him about when we used to <laughs> when me, me and you and your squad. We used to, it was always to the wire, but. So it was like a battle like Will Smith battled that dude in that one episode that used to travel from the from the bus train. Oh, was, was, it that, was it that type of battle where it's like, nah, it respect. was like, it, it was definitely respect at the end. Okay. But it's because this is, this is going to sound dumb, but he a South Sider and I'm oh, a West Sider. Oh, shit. Like, promoter, promoter got. What's Like, you know, Florida was what it is and how it was back then. Okay. But okay. Speak, speaks of them was from the South and we was from the West. Okay. And, you know, they went to Gary and 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 Down Ranch and shit. And, you know, we was from the G. Mm-hmm. So, and it was just that history there. But mm-hmm. when it became IBL and like, it was like everybody. And then I'll see this nigga and be like, nigga, I'm about to cook you. <laughs> like you're like bro. I'm about to put you in a like every time nigga. I saw Speak Squad, I'd be like, yeah, I'm I'm about to I'm about to lie. And y'all went at, y'all went against each other. Yeah, and Speaks uh, is like what six two. Oh, no, he he was a center. Like I I didn't physically guard him. Okay, I had moments where we had teams the matchup. Competed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, our teams okay. competed. Okay. Yeah, six five six six, six. five. Okay, okay. I, I, I can left see that. hand. He got a nice left hand, nice right. Okay. Like great pivot, good moves, little jumper. And he ain't soft. He he yelled that shit back. And like, you know how I get wild? That nigga matches that shit. So that's why it's like, yeah. I can't even see that from his speech. I know no one can, but because ain't nobody, because ain't nobody met Speaks when I met Speaks. And, and, and the court is a whole different it's monster. Different. When you're on the court, I said some shit on the court and then immediately regretted it because I talked to somebody that could really kill me. Yeah. And I'll be, be like, get your bitch ass off the court. They'd be like, what? I'd be like, nothing. Hey, Speaks, I was that guy on the court and Speaks could attest to that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, we could hoop, but if you start to run your mouth, motherfucker, we go, <laughs> well. All right, so what if hypothetically... We had a productive culture charity basketball game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now say team captain. All right, Tony. All right, who is obviously it's not a it's gonna be a back and forth draft. But who's your who's gonna be your 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 starting five? Oh, i.e. 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 starting five. Tris. I don't know if you know, but you know Skywalker Mike. Who? I don't know if you know S. Jack. Okay. Uh, from I um I, I radio. radio. Yeah. Cause he hoops over with um yeah. and I think Frankie OG and them. I think yeah, they ball and Nap. Johnny Bar. Johnny used to Johnny play in the league too play. with uh Brandon Quillar. You know Brandon Quillar? That's Jordan Quillar's brother, the designer from That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I, I heard it goes deep. I heard about Speed Geek. So okay. anyway, my bad. Who's yeah. the top who's your top five? Who's right. who's your who's your starting oh, who, five? All right, who who's my versus? Captain? And let me let me help you first, cause I know you want to pick me first round. I know you do, <laughs> I know you do, but I'm taking myself out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm backing myself out. Yeah. I'm gonna be the coach. Due to due to the the injury issues, I'm Kawhi over here. Yeah, but I know you want to pick me first. I'm just I'm just putting myself out the way. All right, now you can go. All right, <laughs> one uh, first pick because of the type of player I am. I know he is Jay Riller. 
Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I want somebody that's gonna be hungry on there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jay Riller first pick. Uh, two. Uh, I'll go with. I don't know. Psycho Swap Hoop, but I like his height. And, okay. And I, I like. If, I wonder if he's trying to win. I here. like his. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Saw. Like, I just never seen he, him play. He, he, he might be able to play. I don't know. No, no. He like, surprises me, so he could be able to hoop. Sometimes, like I, I'll take personality over skill. Okay, I see what he's trying to do. Keep you know, going. Keep going. You know I see what, what you're mean? trying to do. Here. I know. I, I know. See what you're trying he'll buckle to do. down. Okay. Like he'll walk. I would. <laughs> I would. This one. I don't know if he could hoop, but I feel like he'll walk into a situation. I'm like, yo, I picked you up. He'd be like, bet. And then I'm like, that's what I need. Right? Tie that shit into a man bun. <laughs> he's ready. Slow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> 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 he gonna set a mean ass yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. You know, true. He'll true. go in. All right, yeah, so that's yeah. two. Jay Rillard. You got that. Psycho Sloth. Psycho Sloth. I would. Um, and you're in the starting you know five, so there's two more people. Yeah. Like, like damn, because I haven't seen Cats Ball. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is 2022. This yeah. is going down. But, but well, let's say they're all equal levels. Okay. Well, everyone's on equal levels. <laughs> what's, but... what's, the, what's the level? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but regardless. everybody's on a competitive level. All right, of all right, all right, all right. So, Swath, Rilla, Tony Asar. That's, that's of a course three. Me, that's a three. Uh huh. Uh, what you would call it? Dang, that nigga that I almost beat up. <laughs> <laughs> who you talking about, Jack? Crash, Bad- Crash Bandicoot, nigga. <laughs> who, who you talking Hold about? Hold on, because I ain't seen him in years. But because I know he a knucklehead, he will ground and pound. Oh, God. And, and... Look at this. Y- y'all see the team he's putting together, Hold right? On. Hold on. Jay Meeks. Jay Meeks. Jay Meeks. Okay. Don't know who that is, but... Yeah, no. Nah, he, he was this cat that brought energy when he performed, but... He would go into a dark place and start mm. becoming kind of like, like troublesome. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of events I hosted, but then it was one event. It was for Funky. He was, he was getting crazy like with everybody. Mm-hmm. But then like he mosh pitted with me, hit the mic, might hit me in the face. I almost was like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know. And then but I saw the crowd look at me, mm-hmm. and so I snapped back, and I was like. Shout out to Funky Garcia for putting this together. And shout out to Delicious Vinyl. And you know, but in my head... Uh, y'all y'all know when Tony's saying shout out out of nowhere, he's calming himself down. <laughs> <laughs> he's calming himself down from killing somebody. When he, when he says shout out <laughs> to the person who put this party together, because I'm thinking about you. Right now. <laughs> right now. Or else I would be hurting this motherfucker. <laughs> right now. Okay, so hey. Jay Meeks, Psycho Sloth, Tony Asar, Jay Rilla. Who is the fifth? You know what? Right get, now it sounds like y'all need somebody to get I, buckets. I, no, no, no. I do, I do, I, I got some good height, but I got strength. But for height, I would pick up uh Monte. Monte? Throw him on Stevie. Okay. Stevie's so pretty that Monte gonna rough him up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I got I got a squad. <laughs> I, I got a bully okay. team. <laughs> so one, I know Tony's competitive as hell because he wants to play against the best because he didn't name Stevie or Satellite Rock or Johnny exactly. Bars. Exactly, I'm coming for him. 
or Speaks. He yeah. wants to play against those people yeah. and beat them. So that's you get an insight into Tony Lasar's competitive skills. But you I also my opponents before my team. <laughs> <laughs> you also see insight into Tony. He wants to be able to mold the team <laughs> into his <laughs> into what his vision is. So he picked Jay Riller, which he's not a hooper, but he's a big dude he's with some strength. And and he got competition. Yeah. And he got he got Riller got reach. Yes. Yeah. No, Jay Riller got reach. Real, athleticism. Exactly. And he got the AK in the car. Okay. Somebody <laughs> really wanna start a problem. <laughs> uh, but I see what you're doing there. You yeah, want you had a, you had a team of rough riders. Psychosoft was what, like six two. You got six foot, six one, six two. Six one, six two. And yeah. he put that arm up. That gives me about six three, six four. Okay. He put he put some moxie but in. But you got really six, five, banking six, six, on the the fact that he's I don't know how athletic athletic he is. No, I don't need every guy to be athletic. See, I need see, guys. Tony about the ball in his head. He's like, I need picks. Uh, I need, I need, <laughs> I need people to set screens. Nah, I, I'm gonna drop it off. No, because you know I'm what? Luca. I need Luca. I see what you're doing. You ain't slick. I wouldn't Luca it, but every I would give them niggas the ball at the right time. At the right I, I, I believe that. I believe because I'll, I'll find him. Because that that was high key, low key, my little specialty. Getting get into the bucket and then because I, I was one of the main niggas that dribble with their head up. So mm, true. <laughs> a lot of that's, niggas dribble with their head down. Yeah. So they can't see. I dribble with my head up. It's like, oh, I make a quick move. Sloth, I bet he got a 15 footer in there. So that's all I need. You know? I, the music he makes, really? I would believe that he's got some. Jump shot he got he in got, there. He got a 15, 16 footer. I believe he has a jump shot in there. And really, if I could just draw two defenders on me and give him a quick kick out, he gonna power up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna power up. He's gonna power, <laughs> he gonna power up. You feel right? <laughs> and then knucklehead Jay Meek, I really just need him on defense, but if you could crash in and get some some garbage points layers uh -huh. or hustle points, because you need players to get hustle points. Okay. So you know, okay. And I know he got well from the time I remember. I'm gonna had, say you he he hope he's got that. Still. He had that Crash Bandicoot <laughs> energy. The Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> was energy. Like this nigga gonna go whore. This is deeper than I thought. My bad. It would. It was, I like it. I like it. I'm over here like thinking. Like yeah, dog. Like yeah, I'll put together. But okay, so let's let's go back to the main. And, and I got subject. a matchup for everybody too. <laughs> With this team by team matchup, say say. Okay, look, I'll put it. Let me oh, real yeah, quick. Matchup, yeah. Dude, real real quick, team, real quick. Real quick. I'm I'm putting a team of Speed Geek, Fair, Stevie, yeah, Satellite Rock, yeah, Emron. Johnny Bars, Emron. Oh, Emron got I mean, it. No, I. Emron. Oh, Emron got it, but Emron got it with J Meek. They match up. Yeah. Uh, okay, then Emron. Yeah, that's my, that's and, my five. And Enron got Moxie. That's my five. I don't, no, think, I don't think your five's seeing my five. Wait, 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 jump I on court with, with, with Enron. What? I don't uh, know this guy. I like, yeah, I like to make a trade. <laughs> I don't know this guy. Honestly, honestly I, I totally forgot to count Enron's character into this shit. That nigga got Moxie. <laughs> And, so you take Emron and he takes his name seriously. He's, gonna, he's go, gonna have nicer jewel, uh, He's gonna have nicer ice than us. Oh, oh yeah, he go. He gonna pull up with some. <laughs> he, he gonna pull up with some special edition Kobe's that ain't nobody see. That camera be, crew out of nowhere, like he's gonna have the goldest of frames. He <laughs> be like, they make gold frame goggles, my nigga. Yeah, <laughs> it's part of the new Nomad movement launch. Shout out to Nomad. If you're trading Jay Meeks, I'm putting Jay Meeks to the side, and I'm and I'm calling your homeboy, light skin, bro. He came to a noise lab a few times. Oh, Diamond. 
I'm, I'm calling Diamond. No, all right, no. No, 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 no. You, already, you already said it. Your team is solidified. I got Diamond, Johnny Bars, Stevie Cooks, Satellite Rock, and Speaks. Damn. And I'm coaching. Damn. Like J Kid, polo shirt. Honestly, with Diamond and Speakers, you got fucking suck. I'm just saying, what's happening? I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> what's happening? Nah, and take the whole Diamond game out. plan is double Tony. Because <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get pissed. Nah, J.O.K. don't know Diamond, so you can't use Diamond. <laughs> oh, I can't use Diamond. <laughs> so He's therefore, like, I don't... therefore, you can't have Diamond <laughs> on your squad. <laughs> okay. That shows, this also shows his character. He's making up rules as he goes. Right, right. You're like, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm switching this guy out for that guy. <laughs> But okay, so how, are you happy or do you... Are I'll keep Jay. I'll keep Jay. Or do you feel happy for J. Cole? Do you feel like what he's doing is... Yeah. Because he's 37 years old. Yeah. And he he claims that his goal is to get into the NBA at some point. I hope he gets that goal out of his head. At least the summer league. He can make NBA summer league. Here's, here's my issue. Not, not even an issue. I just... I, I look at everything, right? In totality. Outside of Montrez Harrell, it's not too many people in the league with a head of hair, like that much of a head of hair. And every time I watch J. Cole play, <laughs> it looks like he's weighed down by <laughs> the dreads on top of his head. And if he's serious about making the league, he might have to cut that down just to add an extra 10 inches to his vert, <laughs> maybe add a little bit extra to his speed. No, that's that's... But that's why he can't make it to the league. He's only 6'3". So only 6'3", and the speed and the like, quickness guard, isn't really there. I could guard J. Cole. Like, that's, okay. in my six, that's in my range. No, because <laughs> no, if you actually think about point guards that are 6'6", six, six, with, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. with bulk, yeah, yeah, yeah. with speed. So you can shut down J. Cole, that's what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, so I gave him more credit than what he's owed? Yeah, I'm taking him down. So you're shutting down J. Cole? Yeah. Like, a, like, see, why y'all want to judge me? You see this belly <laughs> on me, man. I'm like 15, 20 pounds overweight. <laughs> so when you get yourself, <laughs> when you get yourself back into 2007 shape. Yeah. That was, that picture was 2012, 2013, man. I was, I was nice a few years ago. But you still wasn't what it was in high school. I saw a couple high school yeah, pics. Yeah. And you was looking like Omar Epps from uh, Higher I started, Learning. I started smoking weed and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to give you back to 2007 shape. All right, all right, if you yeah. got back to 2007, 2008 shape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go. You'll yeah. be able to take on J. Cole one on one. Yeah. I was a problem. <sighs> I can't prove it now, but. Talk to Speaks. You know what? That's the only way I could prove it. Talk to Speaks. Okay. I'll talk that's to Speaks. The only, that's the, so Speaks, hit us up. Let speaks. us all know the real on 2012 Tony Asar game. Tell them tell about, yeah, tell them. Okay. Tell them. Okay. Speed kills. What was the name of his team? I forgot <laughs> the name of his team, but we went at it. Okay. We went at it because he had Drew in them. And that one Asian cat that kept popping them fucking threes. Ooh. Yeah, the Speaks had a squad. Speaks had a squad. It was, we kept meeting in the playoffs. They knocked us out. We knocked them out. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. All right. Well, I'm glad that J. Cole conversation led us down memory lane. Um, I I am happy for J. Cole. You know, anybody who's able, who's pursuing their dreams, um, I'm part. happy for. That part. Um, you know, I was being a little facetious earlier. Not facetious, but just be a little asshole earlier. Like, if his dream is getting the NBA, I hope it works out for him. Um, he is 37 years old, which is the you same know? age as LeBron. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so that's usually when you're on your way out of the NBA. But there's been some outliers that do with the gray hair that play for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. I feel like he was in his mid-30s when he finally got yeah. called up to play in a game. And then actually game, showed out. Yeah. Didn't matter. <laughs> Did not matter. <laughs> but so I'm hoping that he can... It'll be a dope story. But the fact that he's playing, you know, pros in the Canadian League right now. He yeah. played for Rwanda uh, mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. So he is obviously good enough to get looked at. I think a lot of his celebrities is helping him get on these teams. But... Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Leverage your celebrity to get the to the, to achieve the goals you want to achieve. I can't be mad at that. You think Drake put in a call? It's Canada. It's Have Canada. you seen Drake's jump shot? You know what? For Drake to be around, I never seen anyone around so many basketball players and still have bad form. <laughs> like, like I thought that was impossible because I grew up playing basketball and everywhere I grew up playing basketball, we had good form. But <laughs> he's been a fat boy for like. <laughs> Since he came in, and yeah. Not no better. I'll take Drake. I want 40. But I'll take Drake. Are you guard him? Yeah. Drake. All right. We're going off the rails. <laughs> I'll take Drake, too. No more OVO beef. We don't need no more OVO uh, beef. Get <laughs> Uh, What you got next? Oh, uh, man. Well, let's keep it up in the world of hip-hop. And, and even greater news, uh, hip-hop actually got... A legal victory. Okay. You know? Talk about it. So, for those who don't know, it was like Jay Z, Fat Joe, Big Sean, uh, Robin Thicke, mm -hmm. uh, Jay Z's lawyer, and a couple Which is of so other. random, Robin Thicke, but keep it going. Well, he, he needs us to love him again. After, okay. Okay. After. And Paula Patton love him again. Okay. I got you. You see that? You just put the map together. You, you, I got it. I got it. He, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> got you. But so as of last uh, last November, they all got together to, you know, to draft up a type of bill or legislation with other New York senators to to pretty much uh, remove rap lyrics or rap albums or artists' music away from being used against them in jury. So mm -hmm. pretty much what's going on with Young Thug and them. And how they're able to use their music against them in trial mm -hmm. is now you can't do that in the state of New York, which mm -hmm. was a big win, especially when you think like how they used it against Bobby Smurder to, mm -hmm. to lock him up, mm -hmm. Takashi 6 9 mm -hmm. you know. And if anyone remembers, there was a DVD back in like 2004 called Hip Hop Police. Like I, I didn't watch it, but I do remember seeing that like in the in the stores and shit, like yeah. old shoe stores and stuff. You had DVDs set up. I remember and, seeing that. And it... I remember it literally tell how uh, police departments and counties were able to create these cases mm -hmm. for artists when they were going to come into the town. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, and that's pretty much how every artist gets a rap because mm -hmm. it's hip hop police force. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that being said, I think that's a that's a great victory for the culture. You know what I mean? See, I'm I'm I'm. I'm kind of, I think it's great that they were able to do that because I don't believe anybody should have their art form held against them in federal court. Like, if you did movies and I was depicting a gangster rapper in a movie, I shouldn't be then, after the movie comes out, yeah. be held liable for the shit I was saying in the movie. Uh, you know he's a bad guy. You saw him be a supervillain. Yeah, you saw him <laughs> kill three people in Baltimore and in The Wire. Like, you and know. We all cried and he got an Oscar for it. Remember? 
<laughs> but I one thing about Kendrick's album that was highlighted to me a lot throughout his album was him really wanting to sh- speak out to the fact that that isn't culture. No, yeah, and it's it is because it's good for the it's good for the culture of hip hop. But I'm just hoping that going forward, a lot of these new artists who are coming out really take heed to the fact that like they don't need to talk about some of the things that they're actually doing on the streets to sell records. And it's been like that for the past couple of years. And I don't think that's something that we should um, glorify. Like, yeah, NWA talked about some stuff, but we all found out Ice Cube wasn't really that dude. Like, he's, he's from the streets, but he wasn't really like a gangster gangster. He wasn't catching bodies. Yeah. But he talked about stuff that was going on in his neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? It was only easy. It was just only easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> only person Lil Wayne shot was himself. But outside of that, he talked about a lot of shootings and stuff, but we kind of knew. We kind of knew who those people were. But now you got these new guys coming out, Littles and Youngs and NBAs and mm-hmm. YFLs and all these other type of people coming out that you don't really know their backstory. So them talking about... I'm not saying it's all true. I don't know. But... I just want to, my announcement to all the people coming out that are new artists, like, you don't have to talk about the stuff that you're doing in the streets to sell records. It's okay to just talk about um, law-abiding things <laughs> to help yourself not um, be um, indicted. Because his, at the end of the day, they're going to find a reason to bring you in. They might not be able to bring the lyrics, mm-hmm. but they'll find a reason to bring you in. And all I'm saying is let's let's not give them... Let's do our best to not give them that reason. This is a great win mm-hmm. for hip hop because, again, our lyrics should not be held against us as hip hop artists. I say us, I'm not a hip hop artist, but like as a hip hop artist. You got an album, 30 for 30, streaming now on SoundCloud. That part. But <laughs> I don't think, uh, I don't think artists should have the lyrics held against them. But I also believe that these artists need to start taking accountability to not let themselves mess up the bag or their trajectory in which they're going. By talking about such personal things, like that's all I'm saying. But man, that's why I disagree with you. Let's do it. I kind of disagree with Kendrick. Let's do it. Because unfortunately, it is part of the culture. It's not part of everyone's culture. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, like man, I'm from Pomona. Man, Sugar Free wasn't lying. You go and hold this hose on there, like, (laughs) yeah, like you know what I mean. And like in the '90s, that shit was wild. Like, so, like, the whole, it, it hates to say, like, the, the, the gangs the gang part of it, mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it, it is. The gangster shit, the, the drug dealing shit, the pimping of it, you know? But is that, is that, my question to you would is be, is, is pimping hip-hop? Yeah. Or is it is it hip-hop because somebody who loves hip-hop talked about it? No. Is, like, is, pimping was around before hip-hop. Yeah. Gun violence was around before hip-hop. Yeah. I don't think because there's certain people in hip-hop or who listen to hip-hop or because they're black, because they do some of the things they do does not make that hip-hop. In my opinion, I don't think I feel pimping makes you hip-hop. It is. I just think that you're doing something that has been glorified within hip-hop. All right. It's like pimping don't make you hip-hop, but you got to really look at what hip-hop really is and how it really started and what it really was. It's mm-hmm. you telling your story. From the dark end of the side. So, yes. Yes. So, whether you like it or not, everyone has 
hip hop is like a a mic for 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 these different sides to speak on their truth. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of how it's monetized right now, that's really what it was. Mm-hmm. So it was like when when people like Too Short and E40 were coming out, it's not that they was trying to say they was doing gangster shit, but that was the truth that they were actually in, mm-hmm. that they were actually living. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? So it's like when you're doing music and you're doing an art form like hip hop, which uh, relates for you to be able to put your experiences out there in 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 such a way that people can relate. Mm-hmm. All that hood shit, all that street shit, because hip hop was birthing the ghetto. Unfortunately, the first rapper everyone always talks about that first hip hop party, but who was the first rapper? A drug dealer. His name was Coke La Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the first MC of hip hop, everyone can talk about uh, Grandmaster Flash first. African Mumbada and, and all their first hip hop party mm-hmm. that started it off. The first, the nigga that grabbed the mic when he was jika jika jika, wasn't a brand Nubian brother. It was Coke Rock, and he came out talking about Coke. He the first bars of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not recorded, but it's documented. It's Coke Rock, and he talking about slanging Coke. And pimping and what it is on a lot on long night stroll, mm-hmm. and then it takes again you sharing stories, you taking people there, and you mm-hmm. took people there. Now, of course, back then they didn't think that was commercial, commercialized, so they put them on disco shit, you know. But the real bars, like fuck that, don't hip hop. Beepity the beepity the bee, you know, like Hit yeah. Pop pocket to the bang bang, boogie to the up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to the bee. What you hear is not it. And I'm rapping to the bee. That was always pop. Yeah, that yes. was always pop. That wasn't yeah. how people were rhyming. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, KRS One ripped Busy B so hard. Mm-hmm. He was like this cookie cutter crumble shit. What the fuck is mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. nigga? This is how we really spit. You know, so and KRS. Unfortunately, if you go back in his history, he wasn't such a nice guy. <laughs> you can't be with that nose. Yeah. You, you, you smelling all the trouble. Like, like yo, he talks about it a lot. He 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 did some things, you know. Yeah. So the street life and the gangsterism, the cripping, the blood, and the drug dealing, the vice lording, it is the culture. Mm-hmm. We don't like it because. You know, they found out that these are the elements of our culture mm-hmm. that people are attracted to. Mm-hmm. What I think Kendrick is saying is that that's not the sum of our culture because it's not. Mm-hmm. It is just an element, but street shit is real. Mm-hmm. Like, I I like gangster music. Am I a crip? No, but my all my family is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I can say some other shit, but we ain't got to do all that. <laughs> we don't have to. But... <laughs> But because of that and mm-hmm. growing up in that, when I hear shit from like J O Felony mm-hmm. or, or Spider Lope, like there's some crips, like <laughs> some cripping types of crips. And you relate to it. You relate to it on a different level. I, I yeah, because when they talk about their shit, I remember my uncles. I remember my cousins. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up in Pomona, walking to school. I remember being on the North Side. Mm-hmm. So when they talking about niggas was tripping and shit, it's like boom. That's mm-hmm. why this goes back to our earlier conversation. That's why Section 80 was like, for me, everybody mm-hmm. would think Good Kid, Mad City or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it was because like the way that Kendrick was spinning on the Kendrick Lamar uh, EP or LP, I forgot which P, but it's a P. <laughs> it's a P. <laughs> <laughs> it's a P for sure. It was like, oh, this is like 
a nerd nigga that's just around a lot of hood shit, unfortunately, and can't escape from it. Mm-hmm. That's how I always saw him. Yeah, that's like, definitely what that was. And in Section 80, like, Good Kid, Mad City tells about the kid that he was growing up in the hood, but Section 80 was talking about all of us. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. this was our the Ronald Reagan era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, we all from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Crack babies, like, you know? Like, so that's why, again, that he was bringing elements from that culture from a different perspective, and that made that one of the most classic hip-hop albums to me. So, yeah, that do, hood do shit, you, unfortunately. But, so, I, okay, so... You know, I'm, I learned. You know, uh, Professor Tony taught me. I'm, I'm I learned. For me, for me. Uh, do Do you feel like though, in 2022, there's some type of there is some responsibility that people who are championing the culture or who are representing the culture do they bear some type of responsibility to shift what the culture is defined by or what it is? You can't because those elements aren't leaving. If everyone started making Lottie Dottie music right now, there's still gonna be Crips and Sentown and Pomona. True, true. But so, but I, I think I, I think in 2022 we're we're at a point, and I don't know, I don't live in the streets, but it just seems like there's a lot of people doing things that maybe they wouldn't have done, or maybe they wouldn't be a part of, but they are doing it. Like people have said, Chris Brown joined the Bloods. People have said, yeah. people Javar's Crennington when he got signed to the Lakers. I just watched a Gilbert Arenas interview, so this is why. I, Top yeah. of my brain, but Javaris Crennington supposedly joined the the Bloods when he moved when he got signed by the Lakers. Don't use join loosely, or not join. They paid. They paid. They got extorted. Yeah, they got extorted yeah. to be a part of it. A lot of cats get extorted out here. One hundred percent. Kanye, there might be Kanye even said when he gave the 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 tape back to Kim in the in the episode. Mm-hmm. He says this is the last time I'm being extorted. Yeah, he said this. He said it. So obviously, there's been some type of extortion going on with. A lot of famous people in in mm. the in LA, um, but do you, do you believe that there's some type of responsibility they bear to shift what the culture is defined by? Because if you if you continue to hold on to that, do you feel like that's always going to be a detriment to what the culture is? That's a loaded question. It's a loaded. I I I load up the barrel on that one. It's kind of because here's why I can't be so gung-ho on accountability for our artists mm-hmm. because Marilyn Manson, <laughs> he has a song called uh, Rock and Roll Nigger. And, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. and if you listen to his first six albums, uh, he just says nigger a lot. Yeah. And if you really look at his whole persona, mm-hmm. uh, it was all Nazism. Mm-hmm. Like if you really look at his music videos from back yeah. then, it which was, I never did because he scared the shit out of me. I grew up, I grew up with some cats that listened to you know they was listening to Corn, they was listening to Marilyn Manson. You know my favorite, uh, my favorite one was fucking Rage Against the Machine. Uh, they put me on to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, shout out to that. But it was the Marilyn Manson shit that was like, yo man, you don't him, you know, mm-hmm. like this shit's called rock and roll nigger. Mm-hmm. You know, he's telling people that they're niggers and they're, that they're kind of useless. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's up with that? No, you don't get it, Tony. This is expressionism. You know, this nigga, he got music videos of him damn near got the same Nazi swastika shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no one says anything. No one holds that accountability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then flash forward, 
uh, turns out he's been raping the women on his movie sets and drugging them and abusing them. That doesn't even surprise me when you say that. hear about this? crazy. <laughs> like, you hear about it? Uh, uh-uh. But they're not doing shit to him. And this is someone that's actually hurting people. Damn. And he got body. He's hurting people. Yeah. Like, years. They don't hold him to no accountability. Nobody. I'm not... Take race out of it. Mm -hmm. Just people in general. Mm -hmm. No accountability. Mm -hmm. So now, when we look at hip-hop, why is it now my duty to make sure my rock, my people I view as rock stars are hold to accountability. Mm-hmm. When technically, they're not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. People are making these decisions for hypeness mm-hmm. to do what these niggas are saying. All they're doing is sharing their experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. I, 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 what was that whole bar? Did I tell you to sell crack? No, Hove did that. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So every. That's why it's hard to, why should I hold these niggas accountability? I know where they coming from. I'm from the same neighborhoods they coming from. The things they rapping about, I saw. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to hold them accountable? I don't know why I'm, I'm, why can't I hold the audience accountable? Because you usually, usually in all different facets, we tend to hold our leaders accountable. And, and with being a hip hop artist in 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 hip hop and being somebody who's in the mainstream, you know, little Dirks and those mm-hmm. type of people, you are thrust into a leadership position. Yes, you know, and so that that's why I brought up the I I think the accountability is there because I think we all want us as a people, black people, and our mm-hmm. culture to be always. I think they we they want us to. We want to be seen in a better light. We want better for our people. We want our people to, to understand that we're not just a monolith. You know what I mean? Like we are more than just what you hear in hip hop lyrics. You yeah. know, like we are more than that. And unfortunately, uh, the the lyrics in today's 2022, the lyrics that are propped up and that are that are glorified, are mm-hmm. the lyrics that some will deem. Lyrics that hold us back as a people, or music that can hold us back from being um, seen, or even us seeing each other yeah. in a light that's more than just what we're hearing in the street, when in the in the in the in the lyrics in the music. So that's why I think there's there's there is accountability there. I agree with you though. Like we're we're just we're not the only genre that's talking about crazy shit. crazy shit <laughs> we're not bro. if you go if you listen to country music listen to metal music yes yeah why slipknot go out with the with their sadist mass why yes. no one's holding them accountable for giving me nightmares or how about this <laughs> how about this the dude that went to buffalo and shot up everybody at the grocery store and apologized to the white people for scaring he, them he was on the internet talking about shooting up people he has been so I agree with you. Like, there's people out there that they they talk about things they're doing, and those people should be held accountable. We should be looking at them more than we should be looking at hip hop artists. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so I'm not I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I just wonder, is there going to be an elevation? Are we going to elevate the music and the culture at some point to get past that? But it's going to be hard because hip hop artists are talking about their 
their struggle. They're talking about what they experience. They talk about what they're going through on a daily basis or what their people are going through on a daily basis. And unfortunately, most black people in this country are oppressed. Or, <laughs> or most black people in this country or people of color are living in slums, yeah. living paycheck to paycheck or don't even have a paycheck. Yeah. So I I with you on that. It's hard to it's hard to tell somebody to hey, rap about some other shit when I walk outside and I see my brother going through this or I see my sister's going through that this part. or my mother's going through this. You know, I just hope that it doesn't get to a point to where people are doing the fuck shit in order to have it on their resume to talk about. That's the problem. That's what I'm scared about. No, that and there's there's some of that. Mm-hmm. There's some of that. But it's here, here's my thing. All right. What's wrong with us as a people mm-hmm. ain't our music. Not at all. That's why when a lot of a lot of cats used to say, yeah, we need more people like Common. We need more people like Most Def. We, it was like, yeah, all right, I, I, I understand that. You hear better songs. Better songs are going to motivate you and be better. But you know what sucks with black people is, uh, shit, we're kind of hard-headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell us to do stuff. It's hard for us to organize mm-hmm. without submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I think that was something we learned through slavery, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. you got to make niggas submit in order to get them to follow you. Mm-hmm. You got to prove you the top dog, the alpha dog, to, in order for a nigga to even respect you. You got to have the gold chain. You got to have mm-hmm. the, the money, the cash. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that. It's what we value. That's our problem. Is how we don't intake the world around us. Mm-hmm. And you know what's whack? It's like, all right, racism real as fuck. Like, you can look at the Wells Fargo shit. You can look at the shooting. Like, yeah, motherfuckers is blocking us. Mm-hmm. Like, there's enough proof. Like, niggas is blocking us. And it's unfair. But at the same time, we can't allow that. Mm-hmm. We, this is the difference between us and the niggas in the 60s, 70s. They didn't allow it to stop them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. A lot of a lot. Of what I see in our black community is, we see, yeah, you see the barrier about to go up, and you be like, all right, I'm going. I'm gonna go back and play. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and play Madden. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go back and play Madden. And that's and that's the problem. Yeah. We're not like, fuck this, because them niggas. Yeah. We we. There's so much documentary. We can see how they didn't take that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they wouldn't mm-hmm. dare allow like. I'm gonna bring out Wells Fargo again because fuck let's segue that, into it. Let's bro. segue right into it. Stay in it. Like, and this is my problem with California. And this is my problem with legislation. And people want legislation for shit. And it can't ever be legislation. Because there's already the rules to not discriminate against people for race, uh, ethnicity, sex, creed, religion, all that, right? Mm-hmm. But the way that racism is so persistent is they know how to use the verbiage against minorities and keep us down. Mm-hmm. All Wells Fargo did was, yeah, we interviewed minorities. Yeah, we interviewed some black and brown people, mm-hmm. but they already gave the job to some white people. Mm-hmm. But they fulfilled their quarter. It's the same thing that the Dolphins coach was going and, through the past mm-hmm. few months mm-hmm. where he... Thought got, he was going. He to thought get he was job. getting interviewed for a job that he thought he might have, but turns out that job was kind of already sold up by somebody Did else. The white cat. But we're fulfilling our quota. Of that Rooney course. rule that we have to interview somebody of minority or some minority 
a black person usually. The, uh, so we interviewed him to fulfill that. Definitely. So that that's the same parallel there. Like we're, you know, and it's hard. It's hard because honestly, if I had a if I owned a bank, and Brother Tony the Star called me up and said, "Yo, I need a job," and you know me. I get paid more than the minimum wage. <laughs> and you know me. <laughs> I got managerial skills. I would hire my brother Tony. Because that's my brother. Yeah. If I had a if I had a quota to fulfill, I probably would fulfill it. Cause I had to. Mm-hmm. But I would hire my brother Tony because I, I know his struggle for one. Mm-hmm. And two, I know what he's capable of. And three, you just want to be around people that are like-minded or around are the same as you. So this Phil Wells Fargo situation highlighted to me that maybe we should stop acting as if, like, there's black banks out there. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, the Wells Fargo is not a black bank. And nepotism nepotism is a thing. Their logo is the cowboys that killed the Indians. (laughs) (laughs) That part. And nepotism is a thing that I don't think I, I have too much issue with nepotism or I don't have too much issue with people hiring people that, that they want to hire for their company. Yeah. It's unfortunate that you have to do these, there's things in place to try to stop discrimination from happening. Yeah. So you're going to have people that are always going to go around these systems mm-hmm. to do what they want to do. It just highlights to me that we've got, we've got to take more responsibility and making sure we get shit for our own. Exactly, and support the shit that we do have. Like I don't like there's black banks out there. I don't have a black. I don't have a black bank business or debit card, credit card. And maybe I should start looking at those places to be mm-hmm. like, look, I can't. I can't expect these places to fucking acquiesce to black people or people of color. Maybe Man. I gotta start fucking with. <laughs> it statistically shows they don't fuck with us. No. Every year they drop the statistics. Like, look how much America don't fuck with you. <laughs> but then they drop a statistic. Look how much money you give us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and I have my opposite thing with Wells Fargo. I applied for Wells Fargo. This was like five years ago. I applied for Wells Fargo when I was living in Pomona, the noise lab that Wells Fargo that was right across the street. Yeah. I applied for that one. They told me we need somebody who's Spanish speaking. If you're not Spanish speaking, and how racist is that shit? <laughs> if you're bro? not Spanish speaking, unfortunately, the position we have, I can't hire you for. And I felt like, I felt fucked up. But then I looked around and realized, okay, I understand it. Not really. But damn, I really wish I had an opportunity to show you that even without, even with that stipulation, I could be really good at this job. I could be, I could be a really good teller or whatever the fuck I was applying for. Yeah. But the fact that they were able to say that and do that and just kind of ostracize me from getting that job. And that. That's how they do it. Too. Yeah, that's why I get mad when people say racism is the police or people saying the n word to me. It's like, nigga, no, that's the shit I can handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what yeah. I can't handle is these niggas that can literally stop me from making a living. Yeah, so I can live like it's my it's 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 a right. It's my goddamn right to make money in this country, and people can say no to us. Yeah. Off a small stipulation of off legislation, mm-hmm. so that's why when people be like, "We need a law passed here," we need no, because all they're gonna do is triple down their racism and find the loophole, ha- find the loophole, and that's how we stay down. But that's why the problem is it isn't the music; it's that we gotta accept this truth. <laughs> they don't fuck with us. 
So they're not ever going to. <laughs> well, they're not ever going to. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's 2022, and they ain't ever gonna fuck with us. Nah. We ain't ever gonna have a fair chance. It's go, just go bank with the, go bank with the people that look like you. I'm sorry. <laughs> if they if they don't even hire you, yeah. Why bank with them? I I question. I remember I questioned that in Bank of America. I was like, don't no one in here look like me. Mm-hmm. But I saw my people in line. Mm-hmm. I be working at places. Don't no one in here look like me. But I see my people on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it be like That's how? A That's a and then I be talking to cats like, man, I'm trying. I be talking to cats like. Done put in 30, 40 job applications. Mm-hmm. Like, so I know that that bullshit stigma that black people are lazy or that we don't like to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. One, you're not hiring us. Two, we actually do work hard. Three, you can't do no bullshit work jokes to us. Like I said this that last episode, shit, but you can't do I I lost a lot of jobs because they want to say a little black joke to me or a little something because they say it around their friends and they think I'm gonna accept it and validate it and I'm gonna just check it right there and mm-hmm. or it'll hit you. you and, know? That, and now you're hard to work with. And now I'm difficult yeah, to work you're with. You're difficult now to I'm work with. You're a problem. You're 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 a bad person, you're a bad seed in the in the coworkers. Yeah, like you negative. That's yeah, there you go. You're that negative. type of shit. Which is I just said if if it was a watermelon, I bet you wouldn't drop it and you didn't laugh. And now you a problem. Someone told me that at work. I almost fucked them up badly. <laughs> no, that's what... Oh, no, yeah. I'm serious, bro. Oh, I do... Like, when I talk about racism, it ain't what white people are doing to me. And as far as police, is what white people and everyone's doing to me as far as jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as my security. Yeah. Like, I already know when it comes time for me to actually buy a house, I'm going to get the lowest fucking rate possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then show, when you go to try to sell that same house, I won't get the lowest, the lowest rate possible. House, house possible. Yeah. Is and so it's us accepting the real truth. And I know this sounds probably bad or whatever. However, anyone non-black is taking it. I'm sorry, but this is my universe. It's <laughs> <laughs> my world. That's why I wake up in. I'm sorry. But this is the truth that we do gotta accept. And we accept that, and then we take that and be like, all right, this shit ain't gonna stop us. Mm-hmm. We need to have equity up in this bitch. Mm-hmm. We need to be behind the scenes up in this bitch. Mm-hmm. We need to be having controlling interest in this bitch. That's why, like, when, you know, that's off that, but when to the conversation we had, I was like, we gotta get some. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's like, cause I don't fly like that. That's why yeah. I go to jobs. No, you're not yeah. gonna give me minimum wage. Yeah. Like, I'm not difficult, but if I went to my jobs, if I went to these jobs and I never said anything, I'll get $15 an hour at every job I go to. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got to talk don't, up. Tony don't take that. We we shouldn't take <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't take that, but we shouldn't take that. We should be like, all right, if we looked at the security industry. Mm-hmm. And the private security industry, that's our industry. We make about 90% of that industry in California for sure. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, it's the majority of black people. So what if we just pulled off the lot, pulled off the outlights, pull, you know, pull pull off uh uh G GS4, pull off uh over uh, overturn. We pull off all of those that built the businesses on us, and we open up our own collective security firm. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem why that won't work. One, black people suck at business. Two, someone's going to have to figure out the rank and command. And then, 
Because a little dicey. It gets dicey. <laughs> it gets a little dicey. Every, everybody qualified. Yeah. Unfortunately, we is always qualified. It's it's. it's I'm gonna be good pro black. It sucks being black because <laughs> every nigga can do what you do. <laughs> That's your turn. <laughs> I'm like, damn, nigga, you were born with six pack abs too. Me too. Damn. <laughs> like, how come you as fast as me? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, my big message is fuck. Wells Fargo. That part. I had them for about a week and got rid of my bank account. Double I, dildos. It took a week to realize they were on some fuck shit. So, fuck Wells Fargo and Bank of America. Throw them in there, too. Yeah, Bank of America been extortion in America. Yeah, Bank of America's trash. Extortion of America, LLC. I got Golden One Credit Union. That's what I got. Hey, Credit Unions is credit the union. business. But the next one, I will go with a black bank. We're going to try that out. Actually, we need to bring on someone from a credit union. And to, then to interview them, and, right? and then we got we help teach people, us as well. But yes, financial equity and really how to flip your we money in that. the market. The last person we had on here was Carl Fontaine. That was great. Oh my God! Please, I keep I always tell people about that episode. That's really the main episode I talk about. I was yeah. like, if you want to learn about credit, how to fix your credit, and how to make it work for you, it's an hour and a half on it. <laughs> and this nigga dropped gang. Yeah, we talked a little bit of hip hop, a little bit a little of jokes, bit. but the meat of the potatoes of that episode. He told you about credit, repairing credit, and, and how to get your shit up, 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 and how up, to make up. it quick, and how to leverage it, and how to make yes. it work for you. Man, I need to go back and listen to that. My damn, All right, yeah, <laughs> I actually took, yeah, it, it works, it, it works. Let's get into Elon Musk. Okay. So, uh, player hater of the year, Wood <laughs> Elon Musk. If you don't know who he is, how could you not? How but... could you not? But he is a man who is behind Tesla, PayPal. SpaceX, PayPal, and now he's currently trying to buy Twitter outright for $44 billion. Yeah. Um, recently, there have been accusations that have come out against Elon Musk. He was flipping out his dick. He was doing a little Louis C.K. Uh, treatment <laughs> on a few people, uh, uh, one woman in particular, and apparently there was some sexual harassment. It wasn't assault. It what it was was he paid for this lady to give him a massage on his private jet, mm -hmm. and he was apparently naked, and then briefly exposed himself mm -hmm. to the woman on the jet. And then when she wanted to make complaints, they threw out two a quarter of a million dollars to her mm -hmm. as an NDA, mm -hmm. pretty much or NDA payment period. You know, yeah, it's pretty much like, here. We get up, the money. Talk about it. You signed that. Here's two hundred fifty thousand. Don't bring this up again. That part. But her friend, which I thought was pretty interesting, because this whole accusation has come out not because she brought it out, because like you said, she signed an NDA. Her friend, without the girl's permission has come out and brought this to light. And her friend felt like because she's a survivor of sexual assault or sexual abuse, yeah. that she felt like it was only right that she brought it to light about what's going on. Again, it wasn't the, girl who, it wasn't the girl who dealt with the sexual assault or who had it done to her and signed the NDA and took the 250000 check. It was the woman's friend who brought this to light, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, that sounds like some imaginary hoe shit. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this whole situation is crazy because do I think Elon Musk is kind of creepy? Yes. 
looks like a super villain in almost every. Um, oh, no, he's the greatest super villain. <laughs> yeah, like if you just look at him aesthetically wise, yeah, picture wise, he looks like the perfect super villain. Like eyebrows oh. are all stuck in one position. I always knew they would make fun of me, but literally they know I would take over the world. <laughs> one of the richest people <laughs> in the world. Um, um, and I do think it's kind of ironic that he's you know for free speech, but he made people sign NDAs. But allegedly, we don't know. <laughs> allegedly, um. But so, it, what also interesting about this story is the timing of everything that's coming out. So, that part. from what I saw, he was approached about this story. I told him about this story. Do you have any comment on it? I don't think he, he didn't say much of it. And then he started tweeting three hours after he was approached. This is according to um, who brought who broke the story. Uh, it was Business Insider. Business Insider. According to them, yeah. they approached Elon Musk. Before they even put the story out. Mm -hmm. As they're supposed to. Right? So three hours later, Elon Musk starts tweeting, saying, I'm a Republican now, pretty much, and there's going to be a witch hunt against me. Good job, Elon. There's a witch hunt against me, and this is what the Democrats do. This is what the left does. They're going to try to attack me and besmirch my name. All this kind of stuff. And then, of, of course, what comes out after is this allegation that he exposed himself to a woman on a private plane. Apparently mm -hmm. told the woman, too, like, because she's a flight attendant, but totally yeah. like, hey, you should take some massage classes because Elon Musk kind of wants to get a massage, too. So you should take massage classes. Um, pretty interesting. Uh, if that's true or not, who knows? It's all legit. Um, so your thoughts on this situation? Because it looks like you're it looks like you not buying none of this. I ain't buying not a damn <laughs> word of any of it because none of it makes sense. Okay. Talk all about right. it. All right, all right. If you took the money, allegedly, this allegedly, if you took the money, if this situation happened, you took two hundred fifty thousand, you signed an NDA. If you told your friend Dumbo, mm -hmm. if you spoke about it with your friend Dumbo, you, you the fourth, you didn't broke the NDA. Yeah, and and the way and the tone that is delivered, it's. Social justiceism. That's what I call this bullshit mm. that's been going on. Because mm -hmm. you know I'm anti PC. Yeah, that's just me, and I'm letting the shit fly because I'm having a hard time keeping my regular self in check. So <laughs> might as well let my thoughts fly. But <laughs> let them bitches fly. <laughs> let them fly. You know. Mm. No. All right. The 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 tone of it. I just felt. Because I was a victim of sexual assault that mm -hmm. I had to stand up for my friend, for my friend, mm -hmm. and deliver how evil this person who's trying to take over Twitter is. Okay. All right. Okay. If anytime anyone, this is this is where I agree with uh, Elon. This is the the language of the enemy. Uh, if ever they self appoint themselves as the victor as the social justice warrior mm. that only they can deliver it. It's, it's some bullshit about manipulate you. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how it works. That's 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 the trick. Okay. That's why when I, I understand why my dad didn't get hyped off Obama getting uh, elected. Mm -hmm. and I thought that was the weirdest shit. Mm -hmm. And he said, son, that's the trick. And mm -hmm. I didn't get it because I was juiced up. But then when you think about it, ain't shit changed for us. But we thought it was because Obama got elected because that's, that's the a trick. trick. <laughs> My dad seen it before, and I seen it enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, trick. Yeah. 
And why would they want to take him out? Because they're trying to... There's something about this Twitter deal. Mm -hmm. They're trying to force it on him now because Mm -hmm. he double-checked him. Because he was like, wait, the amount of accounts that you're promoting, how many of them are bots? Yeah. That's really what's that, going on. I've seen him in tweet in the past like two weeks about that. Like. Yeah, like how many of these accounts? Because if I'm about to buy this mm-hmm. right now, you, you're telling me all your numbers is legit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. Which, if you, we're all Twitter users, we don't think a lot of them are, uh, viral accounts are real people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they're real people. At all. Most of the people going viral, I think those are bots. Like, and there's quite a few people... I was going to say a name. I'm not going to say names, But there's a few people that I know who have like 100,000 followers. Shadow counts? Oh. And when they tweet something, they get one like. <laughs> how you got 100,000? How you have 120,000 people following you? Well, when you tweet some shit out, you habitually average about two to three oh. likes per post. Don't go on Instagram. It's worse on there. Sounds like a bunch of <laughs> bots going on. Bot bullshit. A lot of fake accounts going Bot on. Bot bullshit <laughs> going on. So, what it came for with him was he was trying to double check that. Mm-hmm. They didn't like that. They tried to force some legal uh, maneuver on him that mm-hmm. was like, oh, if you don't buy it, you forfeit the money. Mm-hmm. You know, and you gotta pay double. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something to do with him of them trying to really get him into the Twitter deal on top of him no longer being a big contributor to the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> some Democrats, right? Uh, them the enemy. Oh, shit. Them the enemy. Oh, shit. Them, <laughs> oh, them ain't shit. on queen. Oh, 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 they're not my friend. Or they're not my queen. Not your friend. They're not our friend. No? No. But no, they're but not. my whole life. They keep telling us, right? My whole life, I've been told that, that they are queen. The blue is our friend. No. No? Blue band. No? Blue band. <laughs> Blue so bad, you can look at California on 7th and Pedro and tell how bad it is. <laughs> blue so <laughs> blue so bad, you can look at the, the you know, the just pass them law that they had in California, just sending niggas through even though they weren't really educated. Mm. What, what was that law called again? You know, they were just sending niggas through. Blue, blue bad, blue bad, because, you know, blacks only make up 33% of African, of, of the population of California, but... We make up 66% of the prison system. <laughs> blue bad. Blue, blue, blue so bad. And, and here's a, here's an unknown rule that passed. I I researched this whole Elon Musk thing. Mm-hmm. In 2008, the governor was something Brown. What was his name? Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown, bitch ass. <laughs> Jerry Brown uh, put into law uh-huh. that... If you sign an NDA that mm-hmm. has anything to do with sexual assault or sexual harassment, that NDA is pretty much null and void. It is, it you it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, people find that interesting because this is all the conspiracy stuff I've been seeing on Twitter. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. the left likes to weaponize. No, they don't like. They do. Okay. They like to, they they do weaponize this ain't conspiracy, this fact. sexual assault and sexual harassment situations mm-hmm. for political reasons mm-hmm. in order to get people out the paint. Yep. And 
in California, I think with the whole Trump situation, when he grabbed him by the pussy mm. and he had all those women coming after him, he did have some of those women sign NDAs. And I think California was like, or specifically Jerry Brown and whoever was influencing him was like, we need to get rid of this whole idea of NDAs when it comes to sexual assault. I don't know why they just specifically picked that, but I'm assuming that is why. Let's get rid of that so then what we can... Because most people are in California. Most people of note have a house in California. They live mm -hmm. in California. So how can we get... How can we step over this NDA shit? Yeah. Oh, let's just make it not a law. Like, let's make it a law <laughs> to where if you sign an NDA because you got your, your pussy grabbed by Trump, yeah, it's not... It's, it's voided out. So I found that interesting that they did that in 2018. Yeah. And and so now with the Elon Musk thing, I don't know if this happened. It will happen at SpaceX in the private jet. So yeah. I'm assuming this is a California, this is jurisdiction in California, right? I don't, I don't you know So what? maybe Who's she they, will come out and say something? I think it would be wherever airborne they were. Yeah, where, wherever they were flying over. How, how, how do you jurisdiction that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's where, where you left from where you're flying over from, where you're landing into. I don't necessarily know. Yeah. But that's the interesting part to keep, to pay attention to yeah. is like California has that law. Um, again, I think most billionaires have a little creep thing going on with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe I Elon Musk, niggas. he's, air, you know, he has arrogance to him. One of the richest men in the world, one of the smartest men in the world. What are they going to do to you? You know what I mean? So did he pull, turn over and show his balls and ask for a massage? Maybe, who knows? He said uh recently he said uh he he challenged he challenged the accuser. He was like, tell them to name a part of my body. But if she signed the NDA, she can't. But That's it, the, it's already broken. From the friend. I don't know if it's been broken yet. That's what I'm saying. She has to say something. She has to come out and say something. It's, for uh, it for it to I, I'm assuming for it if, to be broken, she has to verbally say something. That, but the, but the friend says something. But did you tell a friend before or after you signed the NDA? Did you tell him as soon yeah. as it happened? And then afterwards, Elon Musk comes to you and says, sign this NDA. I think the NDA would disclose overall, though. But then you should be able, if you sign the NDA, you should do the due diligence of telling your friends, hey, I signed this. Yeah. You're going to fuck me over I'm gonna if you talk back. about it. So it's, there's a lot of layers to the situation. But it is convenient how the timing is going on with this whole situation with Elon Musk, and and it is it is very uh, apparent that sexual assault and sexual misconduct, sexual harassment is the, is the number one thing that they use to weaponize against a lot of people. You that, see it in the NFL, NBA, whether it's true comedy? or not, I don't know. It, I'm I, just I don't saying. Know. It just I find it kind of odd that a lot of these people that have influence, they if they want them out to paint, it's social justiceism. It's throw that sexual harassment, sexual assault onto them. I don't know if that's an actual theory, but it, we're gonna make that. That's an actual theory. This this new borderline racism. I'm calling it social justiceism. Social justiceism. That's. That's, that's, a tongue, that's a tongue that's, tie. That's a tongue twister right there. That's what it is, though. It's social justice system. Social because justice system. Social they, justice system. They, they fake use it. Just like the... Man. See, because here's the thing. Whoa, whoa, look at that smile devious right there. How much time we got? Because <laughs> it, you know, 
I ain't gonna lie, the liquor hit me and then it just reminded me about the whole another story and I wanted to get at these niggas real quick. Cause okay. I don't get it. Cause it's a it's an unfair situation. And I kinda wanna cook them. What you want? Cook them. Oh, all right. So like LGBTQIA plus elemental oh, P. Oh shit, what are niggas. we cooking right here? Yeah, like, <laughs> nah, I, I, yeah. Let's cook them. This, this, this is what it is real quick one time. Uh, nah, for real, because these niggas get on my nerves. Okay. They, they get on my nerves. Uh, I went to the, all right, so the Dave Chappelle, when he got attacked, I was there for that one. Like, I was in the audience and shit, right? Really? Uh, yeah, I was there. When he got attacked, or he got yeah, tackled for Netflix is a joke. Yeah, oh, but you I, were there. Yeah, Coast Contra came in and. Why am I just finding out about and this? Then, well, because they do have your phones locked up, and then like you know, I just didn't really talk about it because Dave Chappelle's new jokes are fucking hilarious. I already know the title of his new special and all that. But you were there. Yeah, I was there. Hold on, you were there for history. Yeah, right when because uh, Black Star was there too because that's who. Uh, opened up for him, right? Uh, no, they was the 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 closer. Coast okay. Contra, okay. Coast Contra opened up. Coast Contra, yeah. Shout out to Coast Contra, Raz Austin and the whole crew. Shout out to Coast, Coast, Coast Contra. Yeah. Hell yeah, go check out the Raz Austin episode. But prior to that, was uh, I was while well, I was in the audience, while he was up, and this was a fucking annoying. All you heard was people heckling. Heckling Dave Chappelle while Try, he was trying, doing his joke. Okay. Trying, trying, trying to help him. Okay. And does he have some hilarious ass jokes about the trans community that try to attack him and get him fired and blackballed? Yeah. And they're not going to like it. But <laughs> it's hilarious as fuck. And it makes sense given the context that it's given. But just the fact that I, when I was there and they was heckling him and mad about it, I was just like, you niggas brought tickets. To come here and sit behind me and just boo this man, disagree. Like, mm -hmm. man, I, I don't want to mm -hmm. hear this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear this. This is not what I'm here to see the goat, my goat, <laughs> my goat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know? Yeah. And here's my thing what is so special about gay people that you can't talk about? What's so special about trans people that you can't talk about and you can't make fun of them? That their life's hard? Fuck you, I'm black. <laughs> How's your life harder than mine? <laughs> what? We just did that. Go back 30 minutes ago. Look, I'm, I'm, it's hard out here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What is it about their experience that cannot be talked about or made fun of? I don't understand. I don't understand. Every race got jokes about them. Every, everything got jokes about it because... Mm -hmm. Take out comedy. It's just life, nigga. It's, mm. it's like life is funny. Take out stand-up comedy. Life mm. is fucking funny in itself. Mm. Why can't we not talk about it? How how is it degrading to say I don't understand this? I don't understand that. Here's a riff on how I don't understand that. Cause no one listened to like anyone that's mad at Dave Chappelle's special, and the closer is a fucking masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. <laughs> it's the greatest body work of comedy I've ever seen. Oh, shit. No, seriously. Watch all the specials before the closer, then watch the closer. Okay. And then watch how everything ties in. Okay. Like, it is talk about cinematic universes uh, like Marvel. He he created a cinematic universe of stand up comedy of jokes. Okay. The closer is filled with callbacks. 
that of of it's just beautiful, man. Okay. All right. I'm enjoying it. My thing is, you didn't listen to it because the whole thing he questioned was if women right now aren't getting the rights that they need, why should I put trans rights above? Mm-hmm. Why is that fucked up? I don't know if it's fucked up. It's not, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the real, that's the real uh message and what he's saying. Because he says, How much do I have to go into your reality? How much do I have to participate? Mm-hmm. You want me to call you a woman? I'll call you a woman. You want me to believe you're a woman? You're not. Mm-hmm. Because I have to fight for real women because my wife is out here struggling. Mm-hmm. And other women, like my sister, they're out here struggling. Mm-hmm. They're not getting the fair share. Mm-hmm. So why can't I vote for you but still stand with them? Mm-hmm. That was that was his real message. Mm-hmm. Everyone started attacking that. It was like, you don't respect, uh, you don't respect trans rights. But if you watch the closer, uh, he told a beautiful story. It was like before before the whole trans thing was how he gave a transgender comedian opportunity. Mm-hmm. And how the community turned on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was fucked up. Her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I respect the shit though. I do. I do. Yeah. But <laughs> but turned on her yeah. for supporting Dave Chappelle and standing with Dave Chappelle. And he's mm-hmm. like, How am I the awful one? I'm helping. You know what I mean? So I don't understand. It's just he was having a conversation of saying how he doesn't understand the trans community, which, come on, man, it's hilarious. JOK, if you just came here and said, I look like, I feel like I'm a woman, I looked at you, I'd laugh at your ass. <laughs> that's, that's fucked up, right? It's fucked up. I'm sorry, but that's hilarious. That's some hilarious shit. If Earl K, Earl, well, nigga, I'm a woman inside of me. If I said that? If I said that to you, would that you I'd be like, okay, girl. <laughs> and you know, and it's no disrespect. It's no disrespect in laughing at initial thought, but does that mean because I just laughed at you that I'm gonna go about and mm-hmm. and disrespect you now? Mm-hmm. Nah. I I changed up my vocabulary on a lot of shit. No, 100. We talked about that in the last episode. Exactly. We, 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 there was the F word that Kendrick put on the album a couple of times. Right. It was, I used to say a lot of the, that's gay, this is gay, she's gay, he's gay. A lot of that stuff that I literally. Even, did took you know saying mulatto is bad? I used to call women mulatto. And now that's technically bad. Oh, I didn't know that was bad. Yeah, that's why. I thought that was like a flavor of ice cream. That's why Lotto has to change her name from mulatto to Lotto. Because mulatto is like a bad term. Oh, okay. It's a term we use, but I didn't know. I thought, th- yeah, I thought that was a flavor of ice cream. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what that's what I was thinking of. But to me, it seems like the L. The, so it to me, and this is what I'm seeing is going on with the cult, with society today. Mm-hmm. They keep adding, they keep adding names to the to the to the LGBT. It started with LGBT. All right, and that was Q. That was I. Cook that. that. Was a. And you might as well put BW in there for black women. Because it seems like... No, black people don't matter in that community. That's why I say fuck them. That's, it it, that's, it, that's it, it doesn't. It them. doesn't. But there, there's a protective class that they're that they're talking about. Or they're, they're saying that they're a protective class that you can't say nothing about them. 
if it's not positive. And, that, and I agree with you. Like, a joke is a positive thing. But they don't, it's not taken as a positive thing because if you're the butt of it, yeah. you interpret it as a negative thing. And I think I personally just think it's a lot of people who are, you know, not secure with themselves and not mm-hmm. confident with themselves. Mm-hmm. So somebody who's a seemingly straight man, who's is a straight man, uh, Dave Chappelle, talking about something that he, they assume he knows nothing about. He's talked about he has friends who are... Part yeah. of the trans community, he's talked about, like you said, giving opportunity to people who are part of the trans community. I don't think he's so outside of that community that he doesn't have the the carte blanche to joke on him. Yeah, I find it unfortunate that when he does, you have, like you said, you went to a you went to a show. Yeah, to listen to him, and it seems as though a lot of people there went there to just hate, just to hate, just to just do to went there just to attack him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I, you were there. Yeah. You were there. You yeah. didn't help jump this nigga? No, I wasn't that close. I was you, in the no, L section. If you was in prime basketball shape, I feel like you would have hopped. I would have. <laughs> I feel like up. you would have hopped over some seats. I would long <laughs> jump that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Dave. <laughs> but I, I find that, I, I do find it unfortunate um, with that situation. Like, um, yeah, man. Uh, that situation. All right, no, I ain't done cooking. Them. Okay, cook. I'm still on them. I hate that organization. Oh shit. That's <laughs> you cooking I, with grease. No, nigga. yeah, when, he cooking with and we only grease. And shit, I gotta cook it in like real quick, real quick. But yeah. I really do hate that whole organization, uh, just because it's it's mostly uh whitely dominated. Mm-hmm. They uh don't care about uh, I we keep saying people of color. I'm gonna say black and brown. That's the only people of color I know. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. that's kind of what it's I grew. offensive to say. What yellow. organization are you talking about? LGBTQIA plus plus elemental fuck them. That's, that's <laughs> who I'm talking about. No, no, no. They are a company. That's that, my problem. That is true. That's my problem. They are a company. They and they're a company of overpowered white people that. Uh, was just like you know what if you're not straight you're with us and then now it's us versus them mm-hmm. and now they're because they got to attack John Mulaney at his show mm-hmm. that's why I'm bringing this up because John Mulaney brought Dave Chappelle out he said some some jokes they booed him and then they were mad at John Mulaney for bringing him out and making jokes again and and whatnot and my thing is uh, if you're a person of color and you're queer please stop fucking with them because they don't care uh, how 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 do I know that they don't care? Because Compton and Long Beach got to have their own pride uh, festivals for the black people while they have the whole Hollywood Bowl festival over there for pride people. And they never invite them niggas over to go mm. over there and kick it with them. Mm. And actually the black community and brown community, uh, queer uh, community goes through more of the harsher conditions than the white counterparts, yet they don't step in and uh, uh, take in any of the fights when those women, trans women, and this is why it's bullshit, because uh, trans rights, but when those trans women was getting killed over in Houston and in Austin, uh, like two years ago, they didn't say shit or step in for them. Mm. But it's trans rights. But, but here's the thing, Uh, that community, gay white men don't like them. Sorry, they tend to be the most hateful, racist, sexist people I've ever met. I don't think I've met a gay white man. Oh, you like, got to meet him. Like I've ever no. really... No, I've met him. I'm saying I don't uh, think I've ever met a gay white man that I kind of like 
was vibing. Like, oh, he's a cool no. dude. They usually be a little too catty. No, they oh, they <laughs> want to say some hateful shit. Yeah, don't they? Little catty and why do they got so much hateful shit stored in the back burner, yo? Mm. No one questions that. These are the people leading the organization. Mm. Like, no, it is an organization. They're not, they're not who they rep to be. If we're gonna question Black Lives Matter and where they put their money, I question LGBTQIA plus 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 fuck them niggas on where their <laughs> heart is. Because if you're really about queerness, why aren't you fighting for my brothers that are in prison right now and they need condoms because they're not having safe sex? Because that's the whole thing, right? You got to spread positive queerness. You got to have safe sex and all that shit. But uh, they don't step up. They don't. You're talking about in prison? Prison? Come on, man. They, they, they Come on. Niggas is fucking in prison. Women, women prison, they got life. They got 20, 30 years. We gonna play court? I'm not gonna play court. I live in real world. Them niggas is fucking. You think niggas is doing six years in a bed around 100 niggas and just jerking? Niggas is fucking. I'm sorry. It's a reality. <laughs> we could get uncomfortable. It's a reality. There's some queer niggas up in I there. I just some, got scared as fuck. <laughs> you can, but hey, bro. No, guys, I got scared because I was thinking about myself being in jail, which I never would be. Let's knock on whatever wood that's around. Um, but if I was in jail or prison, and you got a five year sentence, you gonna get some head. In a stressful situation, you gonna get some head. You don't like it. You don't like it. It don't sound good. It don't sound good. It don't. But them niggas do five, six year, three year bids away from connection. Look, bro. Like turn, I said, I have uncles Muslim. that went to prison. I, like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, I, I can't, I ain't gonna pretend like it ain't going in. And it's going down in there. So if they really care, then why don't they care to the full extent? They care when it comes to, to money and donations. They care when it comes to Pride Week. Yeah. But there's real issues going on. Like, yeah, they talk about suicide rates in the queer community. A lot of them cats be black and brown, bro. The ones that are committing suicide. Where are the centers at? Where's the funding for that shit? Here's a full circle moment to lighten the mood for y'all. <laughs> in, in, in September 2014, California Governor Jerry Brown signed into law, allowing prisoners in all of the state's 34 adult correctional facilities access to condoms. Oh, fire. <laughs> so, okay. So, Jerry so we talked Brown. about one. So, so I'm going to just pull the full circle. Okay. Thank you for that. Because you were on one side. Yeah. Okay. Now. So Jerry Brown put that into law. That so we got one use. good Jerry Brown thing and one bad Jerry Brown thing today. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Jerry Brown's 50, 50% 50, today. 50, 50 today. He's a politician. Yeah. <laughs> so He's gonna be 50, I, don't know, I don't know what year when your uncles were in jail, but in, that's a 2014, according to this. No, no, no. We no. can read research more. No. There's a lot I'm, to unpack. I'm, I'm, from the, I'm from the 90s. Uh, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like those condoms are being used for weapons in prison now. I don't know why. I just feel like they are. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> they stay peeing in them and throwing them at people and shit. I don't know. That yeah, no, what you said, I had to let you cook. You cooked. That's and that's some real shit. I would go back, rewind, rewind and, and you can and, get jokes, and, motherfucker. And catch catch that. Um was that hateful? No, Probably. it wasn't hateful. I think I think it was just real spit. I think it was real spit. You know, I don't think it was hateful at all. Um, yeah, man. Uh, that was 
from there, <laughs> I think uh, the only thing I wanted to uh, say, uh, you know, I got I got to share a personal story. Uh, so you know, I did some grown man shit. Okay. And uh, I I applied for life insurance. Hey, I got a life insurance. Oh, policy. you facing your mortality already? I mean. <laughs> Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> liberty, uh, what is, what no. is liberty insurance. In light, in light of what's gone on this year, I lost rest in peace to homie Raf, and just other things. Triple um, mm. A was calling me because I have Triple A insurance, and they were calling me like, "You want to sign up for life insurance?" And I denied it like three or four times, and but they kept calling. Uh, and I finally was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll fuck it. I'll do life insurance. Like, how much?" They're like $16 a month gets you $100,000 of life insurance. So I was like, oh, shit. All right, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm nervous, bro. Wait, so what? Because you got to do an exam, right? But the exam, exam is coming this week. They're going to come to my oh, house. Yeah. They're going to do the whole exam. I think they're going to lift my balls and make me cough or some shit. They're going to put their fingers in there. Yeah. Whoa. If that's happening, <laughs> you're getting the fuck out <laughs> of my apartment. <laughs> do you have testicular cancer, <laughs> sir? The fuck out. Uh, but I'm low-key I'm low key nervous, bro. I'm low-key nervous because yeah. so I, I, yeah, I, took, I, I, took, I took the phone call. I was at the house. I'm on the phone. I'm talking to the guy. I'm like, "Yes, man." And he's like, "Who do you want on your? Who do you want beneficiary yeah. of your life insurance?" I'm talking to him. I'm like, first person off the rip, my sister. You know, my little sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hundred thousand dollars in case something happened to me. Yeah, go to her. Yeah. And so he's like, "All right, who's the second person?" As he's asking this, my girl walks in. She walks. She walks. She walks in the house. That's right? what. Uh, <laughs> she she walks in the house, right? And uh, he's like, so who's your second person beneficiary yeah, on the yeah. life insurance? And the girl's like, you can tell she's like paying attention to what I'm saying because she's like, she sees me on the phone. Yeah. I didn't say, I said hi, but I'm on the phone. Yeah. She's like, kind of looking like, who are you talking to? Yeah. So I'm like, uh, second person on the life insurance. And then she's like, I'm like, oh. I'll just do my girl, Valerie. Um, oh, you're we'll, bold, man. We'll, we'll put her on my life insurance. Right? I'll <laughs> put her on my... I put on my life insurance. Oh, okay, great, great. And who's the third person in case it all goes down? In case you're in the car with both of these people and they die? So I'm like, Scoop Alexander. You know, my my best friend, known in my whole life. You know, Scoop Alexander. But recently, girl been cooking for me and making juices for me <laughs> that I'm not asking for. <laughs> and she, and she, the other day, she made me a juice. I'm about to go to work. It's like 7.30 in the morning. I'm like, I got to get to work. Like, hold on, let me make a juice for you. Let me yeah. make a juice for you. I'm like, oh, okay. Good. She made the juice. She tried to extend that policy. Right? <laughs> I started sipping the juice, and she's just like, she's just like watching me. I feel her watching me. And I'm like, ah, I'll take the drink. Smell the drink. <laughs> Smells like a normal fruit smoothie. I drink the whole thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm on the way to work, driving. She texts me, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you doing? What you mean, how am I doing? I'm great. I'm on my way to work. <laughs> okay. How are you feeling? Smoothie <laughs> kick in yet? So I'm not saying it's related or anything. I'm just saying, in case you don't hear from your boy, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go after Val. You, you gotta go call her. I got a hundred thousand dollars on the line. 
to ensure my life, you know who to look at. I love you, girl, but I'm just saying. You gotta, like, you gotta have back, you gotta have contingency plans with the homies. I got you. you know I'm gonna I mean? like super shake my fist at her. I'm like, <laughs> I know you did it. <laughs> I know it was you. <laughs> right? <laughs> So, but yes, I am doing grown man shit. I got life insurance now. So everybody, you know, I feel I feel like I'm an adult team. Yeah. No, that's some adult shit. Now I just need to get my credit up. Once my credit gets up. Yeah. And I have like an entire house and I really feel like I'm an adult. But until then, life insurance, you know, that's what I got. So it's the house that makes you an adult. Damn. Yes. I'm doing apartments. <laughs> it's the house. Fuck, I've been the doing life this insurance <laughs> and the bad knee slash bad back. If so those those con- <laughs> that three combination right there, you've entered okay. adulthood adulthood fully. All right, I got B to D. I don't have the house. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get the house. We're gonna get, gonna get the house. We're gonna get the house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that's all I got. But hey, man, anything sweet you want to say to the people before we get out? Uh, man, follow me on all social medias, E-A-R-L-P-H-E-U-S, like Morpheus, but it's Earlpheus, on all social media platforms. Uh, my girl bought me some shoes. Oh, she was like, I bought you some Air Forces, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, babe, these ain't the Air Forces, but I appreciate you buying the shoes. I was like, you could, you could, you man. Could, <laughs> I was like, you can you can pay for studio time next time. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's your cam's number. But you I, got a she, Nike BS. <laughs> <laughs> These are called like Nike Court Pros or something like that. Those are called Court Visions, but there the, you go. But the nickname is Court Forces. Court Forces. They look like they look forces. They're, they're like they force themselves to try to be a duck. Air forces, <laughs> like air forces that are dunks minus the inch, the height. That's how I, I like Air Forces because it because it gives me another inch. But I actually have those, so that's why I know yeah. what they are. Pretty comfortable. I brought I brought them out today. This is strictly at, podcast. Look, shoes. At, look at Tony's uh, face of disapproval. No, yeah, because he's a shoe head. He, <laughs> look, look, this is how, this, know, this is how I know. This is how I know Tony's a shoe head. <laughs> I walked in here and he didn't say shit yeah, yeah. about the shoes. They're yeah. all white. They're, they're, they're fresh. white, yeah. fresh, brand new stock lace. I came in too. with some. 12-year-old shoes but a couple were, weeks ago. They, but those were fired. But Tony said, <laughs> those, are, those are nice. I came in with these. Yeah. He didn't say shit. He didn't uh, say shit at all until I said something about these shoes. And he <laughs> face. He's like, those ain't, those ain't really. Nah, Val. Leave it at that. That's what they call it. They call it the court forces. Those are the court, court forces. forces. Yeah. The court forces. <laughs> I didn't like that. Available at a... That ain't for you. That's for Val. <laughs> Don't ever. <laughs> Available at warehouse shoe sale. They were on. They were on sale. Thirty nine dollars. I can't be mad. Bell, you got sixty dollars. You got extra sixty in there. Get this nigga a force. Nike.com after pay for payments. Right? If they're sold out, if they're sold out in the all whites in the men's, just get a size one point five down in women's. <laughs> that for smart. But girl, I love you. Appreciate you for the shoes. These are these are the podcast shoes. Shout out to loyal women that always stay supportive. Yes, oh. yes. But again, if I go missing, you don't hear from me for a while. Hmm, I know what this dude, baby. Just know, hundred thousand dollars is on the line. <laughs> I need y'all to help me. What you got to say? You could split that with Scoop's kids. What you mean? Can you put them on on the life insurance and then put Scoop and then? 
I mean, I could change some shit up, but right now my girl's watching, so I won't change anything up. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <to> you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but revisions can happen. We didn't talk about this at all. Revisions can happen. <laughs> Editing can happen. Uh, but be sure to catch all previous episodes of Alt Black AOTBOK podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Deezer, your mom's house. Love He's that. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and all that. Be sure to uh, follow us, Alt Black Pod, A-L-T-B-L-K-P-O-D, on IG, TikTok, Twitter, all that. Be sure to subscribe. Please comment. If you hate anything, like anything, enjoy anything, or just feel indifferent, comment on the bottom for us. And, of course, this wouldn't be possible without who? Productive culture. Ooh, maintain, sustain, continue. Preserve. Maintain. Productive, <laughs> productive coaches. Stay productive. Best bathrooms in the podcast game. I did not have to take a shit until I walked into the bathroom and I was hugged by the warmth that I felt when I walked in the bathroom. The warmth hugged me. I looked and I saw a black, I saw a black plunger with a black. Toilet scrub. I've never seen that before in life. That's how you know this is a warm bathroom. And the owl ice. Because <laughs> it's all black. <laughs> but definitely, man, come get over here and get your podcast and music needs met at Productive Culture. Oh, oh. And as always, stay tuned, stay glued. Smoke a Dutch or read a book. Boomy. I don't know what the fuck I thought I was gonna do. I tried to like, do a thing. What the fuck? I'm gonna keep all. I'm gonna keep all. Of it. <laughs>